Activist Radio is on the air. You've tuned into the Mark Harrington Show. Sponsored by Created Equal. Time is running out for our nation. I beg of you, you need to stand against the evil that's plaguing our nation. If you don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. Like you kill a baby fetus, the same thing as killing any old inanimate object. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders. people it's your movement now it's not your parents anymore the blood that is shed cries out to god from the ground for justice and now here's mark well hello folks uh thanks for tuning in to the mark harrington show here uh, with your radio activist mark harrington and folks, we are sounding the alarm today. Uh, I don't normally do this, but I'm telling you, we have something urgent that you're going to have to be uh, kept up on and um, take action. Because right now, currently in Congress, in the U.S. Senate, they are talking about the Equality Act, which I call the Inequality Act. It's funny, everything the left calls, whatever they call it, it's the opposite. I mean, basically, when they say it's Equality Act, it's really the Inequality Act. Uh, they use all this... Orwellian, you know, language, but basically you can count on it. If it comes out of a, a liberal leftist Marxist mouth, it basically means the opposite. And that's what the Equality Act is. It's really the Inequality Act, and it's a threat to Christianity. I think it criminalizes Christianity, and I don't think that's hyperbole, but we're going to be talking about that today on the program. We're going to be asking you to take action. Uh, you know, since the election, folks, you understand that I've kind of get you know, I basically pulled back and thought, you know, on the federal level, there's very little we can do to advance, you know, the uh, the cause uh, of the pro-life cause and other, you know, righteous causes because of who's in the White House and uh, who controls Congress. But at certain points along the way, we need to stop bad things from happening. And this is really going to be destructive if it actually actually passes the U.S. Senate and, and is signed by the president. Uh, I don't think we really uh, understand the, the threat to religious liberty and Christianity that the Inequality Act actually poses. And so we're going to be talking about that today on the program. And in order to do that, I have my good friend and uh, actually someone who shares the, uh, the, the radio station here in Columbus, Ohio with me, uh, and that is Linda Harvey of Mission America. Uh, Linda, thanks for being on the program. Hey, Mark, it's great to be with you today. Yeah, like I said, uh, Linda and I basically were both on WRFD. That's 880 AM uh, WRFD here in Columbus and throughout the Ohio area on terrestrial radio. My program's at 1.30. I think yours is, is it a 1 or 2 o'clock? I forget. It's at 1, 1 to 1.30. 1 o'clock. Right. So, folks, you can listen to Linda if you like what you're hearing today, and I think you will. Uh, by picking up uh, her program over the air on WRFD. That's 8-A-D-A-M-W-R-F-D. And also, I'm sure she could, you know, those those programs are also uh, available for podcasting. So, but anyway, she is the uh, president of Mission America. But, you know, Linda was not always a Christian activist, never, not always a blogger and writer, and that's what she does now. She was a liberal at one time. <laughs> In fact, she has the tagline that she says, I was a liberal until I started thinking, <laughs> which I, I really like that. Linda, if we would, I want to take a few minutes and, and, you know, I want to hear your testimony when 
you're you're a non-Christian, a liberal, a feminist, actually, uh, and and in 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 promoting some of these quote unquote feminist you know views, and then something happens. So if you would take a minute and and tell us your story. Well, thank you, Mark. It's great to be with you. And I, uh, yeah, I was raised in a uh, sort of a marginally Christian mm-hmm. home in that we went to the Episcopal Church. Um, so you, you right. kind of know where that that is. I had gone right. to, to a Southern Baptist church with my grandmother, and that kind of stayed with me, uh, which was very important uh, later. Uh, it just a short little window in my life in, in late elementary school. But then I went off to college, became a an agnostic, a liberal, did not go to church at all uh, during a number of years. And during the 70s, when Roe versus Wade passed, I was right there cheering it. I didn't pay a lot of attention to politics, quite frankly. And um, then a few years after that, I thought, you know, I think Planned Parenthood's a good organization. I went and volunteered for Planned Parenthood for a short hmm. period of time, yes. What, what did you do for them? Were you lobbying? Did you, uh, what, yeah. what were you doing? No, I was a volunteer who brought in uh, information about contraceptives to new uh, clients and patients, if you can believe it, many of whom were teenagers. And, you know, God forgive me, but the the good news is that because I moved, it only lasted for about six months, and then I never Mm -hmm. reconnected after I moved. So that was the good news. So fast forward, I married, had two children, began to rethink bigger issues in my life. And um, in the early 90s, I became a believer. And part of it was listening to uh, Christian radio, the Christian radio station wow. you and I are on now. Uh, wow. Very ironic. God is very, very funny uh, sometimes in who yeah. he gets and uses and how he does this. Um, right. And uh, I would never have predicted that I would be then. And then I focused a lot on, of course, then the, the uh, pro-life issue. But the main issue that God has like put on my heart is the homosexuality and now gender confusion issue. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate. It. I mean, your testimony is very powerful. So you're you're taken from a liberal to a feminist to supporting and actually actively volunteering for Planned Parenthood to come into Jesus Christ and then doing you know the exact opposite, which is often what happens, right? It's kind of a you know, the Apostle Paul or so, you know, kind of a uh, conversion there. Uh, you know, the, the scripture comes to mind, he who has been forgiven much loves much. I mean, it, not none of us would want to live that life again. And I, I come from that kind of a background where I was definitely uh, living a life that was not uh, glorifying God. And, and in some ways he's used that to to advance the kingdom now that we've, uh, now that I've been saved. So I appreciate your your testimony. I think it, it really lends a lot of credence to now the work that you're doing with Mission America. And so, uh, Linda, let's dive right into this Inequality Act that is uh, right now being considered in the U.S. Senate. Uh, you're an expert on this stuff. I mean, thank God for you and your your battle here with the uh, the issues of homosexuality and, and now gender dysphoria. Uh, for the folks that are, haven't been paying attention, and you know, I'm not an expert here, but what I understand the Equality Act to do is it amends the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Apparently, in the last Congress, that is the Congress that was, you know, it, when President Trump was president, uh, they passed it in the House twice. It died in the Senate because the Republicans controlled the Senate. 
but it's different now. Apparently, it has passed the uh, U.S. House, now sits in the U.S. Senate, where they, they have a 50-50 split, but, you know, Kamala Harris will, will break the tie there. Uh, if you would, uh, uh, Linda, let's talk about this. How does it in that, you know, how does it um, amend the 1964 Civil Rights Act first? Right. Well, what it would do, this is H.R. 5, if you're looking at being yeah. specific when you call, and I hope you will call your senators right. when you're done, and we will give you information, Mark will give you information, but um, basically it would add sexual orientation and mm-hmm. gender identity as categories to the 1964 Civil Rights Act alongside uh, categories of race, religion, sex, meaning biological sex, as, as it has always been known, color and national origin and that it doesn't take very much thinking to understand that wait a minute those categories do not describe immutable or noble characteristics or something that we should be supporting and defending and forcing people to accept and that's the issue this is forced Mm -hmm. acceptance of these behaviors that no one needs to do that have proven track records of harm to individuals and to a culture. And so to amend our civil rights code and and Mm. those in there puts us in an enormously precarious position from a societal standpoint, from religious freedom, freedom of speech, from parental rights, school issues, and privacy for women and girls in bathrooms, in uh, dressing rooms, in changing spaces, in showers, and public accommodations in general. So many, many problems with the Inequality Act. Yeah, Inequality Act. Folks, if you want to, we're going to be sounding the alarm throughout the program here today. What we want you to do right now is uh, write down this phone number for the U.S. Senate. We want you to call your U.S. Senator. I don't care if he's a Democrat. Call him if he's a Republican for sure. But call the U.S. Senate and call your uh, representative there, your your senator. The phone number is 202 Two two four three one two one, and then they'll set you through the switchboard to your U.S. senator. You just have to tell them who it is, and tell them you want them to vote down the the Inequality Act. Um, and we're going to tell you why, because it, it mainly is an infringement upon religious liberty, but also, uh, as 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 uh, as Linda's saying here, it amends the 1964 Civil Rights Act, which things that. Uh, you know, it, it just doesn't fit. I mean, <laughs> that's basically it. So, uh, Linda, if you would, how does abortion fit into this one? Because as a pro-life activist, I'm concerned about that, among other things, of course. But how does abortion fit in? Yeah, there's a, a phrase in this uh, in this legislation that also refers to, uh, the, you know, the definition of, of sex and uh, issues relating to pregnancy, childbirth, and related medical conditions. And so what they're trying to do is say that uh, any kind of, there shall be no discrimination about that. Well, just think about the related medical condition of pregnancy. Uh, That easily sway to a solid abortion uh, rights, even uh, the insistence of um, taxpayer funding of abortion, forced taxpayer of well, clearly they could drive a Mack truck through that language and that's what they'll do. I mean, we just know that as a fact. Uh, Lynn, if you would, I want to talk about the Inequality Act and how it uh, affects religious freedom. Let's focus on that a little bit. Uh, right. if, we, if we go back a little bit and talk about a Burgerfell, which was the, uh, the, the Supreme Court decision that quote unquote legalized a same-sex marriage, 
in that, the Solicitor General for Obama was asked, uh, would this infringe upon religious liberty? And he said, quote, it's going to be an issue, unquote. Well, it's an issue now with the Inequality Act. Uh, David Cicilline, who is the Democrat that is the main sponsor of this bill from Rhode Island, um, said that, and, and, and let me read this and then I'll let you uh, let you comment. She, he said, this bill is going to be a vote. It's going to be remembered in the history books. And I think people are going to want to be on the right side of history. I love how people use the right side of history here and there and everywhere. You know, it's not always the right side of history. Uh, it actually could be the wrong side. Uh, it's not like we're constantly progressing here uh, to be more just and, and free. In fact, in this case, we're not. I love how they throw that out there. So, oh, you know, if you're not on the right side of history, you're a bigot. But he goes on to say also that uh, there will be a determination. This is his testimony before the U.S. House. And this is where the government gets involved. There will be a determination as to whether or not the decisions that are, are being made are connected to the religious teachings. Now, you're talking about the church and the schools to their core functions as a religious organization or as a pretext to discrimination. And you know, I was listening to Albert Moeller. I listened to his podcast. I read his piece on this. And basically what you're going to have is government agents regulating or, or going in and figure out whether uh, there is a determination to be made as to whether this the speech that's being brought forward by the school or church uh, is part of the religious function of the organization or a pretext to discriminate. When was it that the government was in charge of determining what is considered Christianity? I mean, this is blows my mind that this is going to get uh, this is even being considered. Well, the, the issue is that it is specifically in this bill, and this is why this is so incredibly dangerous, that the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which is called right. RIFRA, um, which was passed in 1993, signed into law by Democrat Bill Clinton, and uh, was one of those bills that, that uh, shored up the right to uh, proclaim religious freedom, especially for businesses, and that the government had to have a really compelling interest to deny people their and, and businesses even their uh, freedom to operate the way in their the principles of their faith. You know, this bill, the HR five, the Inequality Act, will mm -hmm. specifically denies the use of RIFRA as a defense. In fact, it's making the case here that there is no religious exemption in this act. What they have been trying this for a long time, for about 10 years, the human rights campaign and other big homosexual groups have used the phrase license to discriminate. Let me use air quotes hmm. here. That, wow. that if, you if you object to homosexuality in any way, shape or form uh, in your business, in your school, uh, in your personal life, uh, based on your religious freedom, that is, you do, do not have the right to do that, and that's called license to discriminate. That, that That's a phrase they have been pounding. The media has picked it up, and now it's like suddenly that, that it's established. It's not established. It's their opinion, and it's the wrong opinion. They are on the wrong side of history here. <laughs> they absolutely are. Folks, here, I want you to get out of a pen and paper right now. Write down this number. This is the House, the, the number for the U.S. Senate, 
202-224-3121. And contact your U.S. Senator. You have two of them. And you, so you got to may have to make two calls and tell them to vote against the Inequality Act, H.R. 5, right? Uh, is there a, is there a Senate bill's got a different number? I think it's the same bill. They'll know what okay. it is. Okay. H.R. 5, vote against it because it discriminates against Christianity and Christians and Christian schools. Uh, Linda, you know, this idea that the, the, the Obama administration solicitor general said it's going to be an issue. And now we're going to have, if this gets passed, we're going to have agents of the federal government determining what can be said uh, or done in a church or Christian school is chilling. Um, I think every Christian needs to wake up to the idea here that this is, this is a threat to directly to Christianity, not just free speech, but to the, to the proclamation of the gospel for Christian parents to teach their children. Let's talk about Christian schools and the effect that this could have on that. Well, Christian schools uh, will eventually come under this, uh, this umbrella of the U.S. federal civil rights code. I mean, I think mm-hmm. schools are adhering, they're adhering to the 1964 Civil Rights Act now. So right. this will be considered, uh, well, the, the standard will be, well, of course you're going to do this because it's the right thing to do. It is not the right thing to do, but that's that will be what the demand will be. Well, you know, they're conflating the immutable characteristics of race and gender and these kinds of things with, with behavior, which is sexual behavior, homosexuality, and, um, and other things. And, and, and so that's the difference. I mean, we understand, right? I mean, we believe that we shouldn't discriminate based on race or gender, but uh, those are characteristics that are unchangeable. Uh, and, and for Christian organizations to fall under that makes some sense, but this doesn't. So what can people do? I mean, obviously it's the U.S. Senate makes a phone call. Uh, I think pastors need to be notified. Uh, you know, the uh, uh, folks running Christian schools need to be notified. What can we do? Well, the thing that needs to happen is that pastors need to be speaking out about this from the pulpit. You know, they have mm-hmm. not been doing that on homosexuality. They have left right. this alone uh, under the fear of being called um, bigots and haters. You know, that is not the position of scripture. In scripture, mm-hmm. it is a blessing that God has created people, male and female, and that that is the um, the umbrella under which um uh, people are to express their sexuality in male-female uh, marriage. And so this is not hatred. This is a tremendous blessing and an advantage. And we need to stand on that principle and never forget that. My guest today is Linda Harvey. She's the president of Mission America. And you can find out more by going to missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com. She's also the host of her own program, Mission America on WRFD here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, and you can find out more about her program by going to uh, WRFD.com. Uh, Linda, I mean, this is bad enough. And we've got about, it's going to be probably not enough time to really get into depth with this. But we have another threat on the horizon, and that is the uh, the Equal Rights Amendment. I thought it was long ago dead, but apparently it's been resurrected. Can you give the, the, the uh, our, our viewers and listeners an update on what's going on with that? Yeah, the 
Yeah, the ERA, you know, people will remember Phyllis Schlafly, who died mm -hmm. recently, founder of Eagle Forum. And uh, Phyllis Schlafly single-handedly uh, started the movement. <clears throat> she had a grassroots army behind her, but to stop the ERA in the late 70s and early 80s. And what it was, it's was the, you know, expression of uh, equal rights for women. And people thought, because I was a liberal back then, too, I thought, well, what's wrong with that? Equal pay for equal right. work. Sounds good. Sounds good. But uh, part of it is the redefinition of, of uh, terms and assumptions throughout federal law. And what this would end up being is a platform for the forced acceptance of uh, so-called reproductive rights, and that includes abortion on demand right. any time during pregnancy. And people knew that, and it also had has implications for uh, the full acceptance of the whole homosexuality and gender confusion agenda. And so uh, Phyllis knew that, and they stopped this. Well, it got down to you have to have, I think it's 38 states to right. ratify a change right. uh, constitutional amendment. Well, they got to 35, and, and then it just kind of stopped. And uh, that's when the grassroots uh, took over and Ronald Reagan came into to, uh, office and the conservative movement began to wake up and say, wait, I think this is a threat. And those other states never made it. Well, now all of a sudden, and then there's a deadline. I, I forget the exact year that you have to do it by, but that the, it is expired if it hasn't been ratified within that certain period of time. Well, guess right. what? Now the Democrats in Congress have decided, oh, no, that was never expired. We're going to reinvent history and decide that it. we're just going to continue on from where that, that started or stopped mm -hmm. and ratify it now. So now three states recently, Virginia, Illinois, and Utah, have passed, passed the old ERA amendment. And uh, now it's an, another threat. So it's We've got the Inequality Act coming from one side, the ERA from the other, to radically redefine sex and the understanding of sexual morality and all of its ramifications in our culture and forcing those beliefs throughout all institutions in America. It's a real danger, folks. Linda Harvey's my guest, uh, president of Mission America. Go to missionamerica.com. And folks, again, get out a pen and paper right now and contact your U.S. Senator Phone number is 202-224-3121, 202-224-3121. Talk to your U.S. senators. There's two of them. And tell them to vote against the Inequality Act. That's H.R. 5 uh, because it discriminates against religious uh, individuals and Americans, uh, the church and Christian schools. Uh, and the other thing is just keep your eyes open on the ERA. You know, it's interesting the Democrats always want to change the rules and, and say, well, you know, they, they never meant this. 38, they, they say that the ERA should be ratified now. I mean, it's, it should be a, it already approved constitutional amendment. That's their, the case they're making. My guess is it'll probably go to the U.S. Supreme Court if it ever gets there. Um, so, you know, but we got to keep our eyes on that. Right. So um, to, to kind of close it out, folks, uh, again, contact your U.S. Senator and the phone number again, 202-224-3121. Phone, number, phone, phone calls are always better, but if you don't have the time, you can email them and let them know uh, that you want them to vote against H.R. 5. It's, it's funny because, you know, it's not funny, unfortunately. Yeah. The, the Democrats about they want to change the filibuster rule 
so they don't need 60 votes to get this thing done. Uh, so we're going to see the nuclear option possibly, and, and that's another thing that's right, you know, on, on the horizon possibly as well. They want to ram this thing through with 50 votes and Kamala Harris, and so that's the threat we're facing. Uh, I mean, we could see Republicans try to, you know, switch over and support this thing. I don't know. That's yeah. why if you call, whether you have a Democrat or, or a Republican, call the U.S. Senate and let them know that you oppose H.R. 5. Uh, Linda, we got about 30 seconds left. If you would, just give us some parting words. Well, one thing I think that we, we did not cover and that is extremely important and will be very critical for many people listening is the impact on schools. We know that the homosexual agenda has been forced into many schools and the gender confusion agenda, uh, boys, uh, biological boys and women's and girls sports, this, the Inequality Act will have huge ramifications on what is taught to children in schools and there will be no option for parents. So think about that. Amen. Folks, this is coming to you. If you think you can avoid this stuff, it's coming to your school, your church. I mean, it's coming to us, folks, and we need to stand up now. So again, call the U.S. Senate, 202-224-3121. Tell your senators to vote against HB5, HR5, sorry. Uh, We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember, America, bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil Evil. plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808. That's 614-269-7808. Or go online to createdequal.net. Createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.